Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. The podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health and find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Lift heavy, sleep, and repeat. We call that our life cycle. Made a shirt about it, and it rings true with who we are as a podcast and a group. We are fortunate enough to have partnered with a company who can help us achieve one of those three key elements. Some sleep. They have a keto-friendly version of their delicious sleep aid drink, and we're loving it. It's a lightly flavored, eight-ounce anti-energy drink. You drink it roughly 30 minutes before you're ready to go to sleep, and you'll feel it help you into a deep, restful, all-night sleep. It provides some helpful elements to do so, including magnesium, GABA, and melatonin. When combined, you have a powerful tool for getting the impactful sleep that you and I so frequently don't get in our technology-driven, fast-paced lives. You can find it at some retail stores, but you can also purchase it online and get it shipped to your door. When you do, use discount code TKMC10 and you'll not only be getting 10% off, but you'll be helping support the Keto Man's Club. You can find the link to their website by going to theketomansclub.com. We're thankful to Sam for partnering with us and we hope you'll benefit from use of their product the way we have so far. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris. I'm one of your hosts. And this week I'm joined by Alberto, actually. Um, Jim had a, a little work thing. Things got, went long. So he's having to sit out this week. But we uh, we miss him. We'd rather him be here. Uh, but he would be jealous of all the Texas in the room this morning or this evening. So uh, it's kind of one of those things. Maybe it's for the better. We'll see. Uh, but, uh, Alberto, what's going on with you? What's new? I'm a year older. Uh, none the wiser, but still equally as good looking. <laughs> Other than that, nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we uh, we had some fun uh, hanging out the other night, um, enjoying Texas evening weather. Texas daytime weather is, is the worst. Yeah, it but was Texas actually a evening time. Good night. There was a breeze, yeah. and we were in the shade, which is about as good as you can ask for down yep. there. So. Yep, absolutely. So it was a, a great night just to hang out and, uh, and, and enjoy good company. Um, I'm pretty much working. <laughs> Nothing's different for me. Um, continuing on the carnivore cut. Um, and, but as I mentioned, while we were kind of getting things situated, I've been a little lax on the tracking side. I think I'm roughly where I need to be caloric wise, uh, um, but I'm not, not tracking the way that I need to. So I, I need to dial that in again. So far, so good. Continuing to lose uh, weight slowly, but I'm feeling good and getting good numbers in my, you know, whenever I uh, like test my blood and whatnot. So I'm not terribly concerned about all of that because whatever it is I'm doing is, seems to be working. So I'll, I'll take it. Um, hitting the gym a little more often. Missed our our potentially planned morning this morning um, because we didn't well, miss much. I <laughs> one, uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, um, I was I was at my computer until one thirty in the morning and getting up at four to go to the gym. 
probably wasn't going to happen. Um, I should have just gone at one thirty and then slept straight till until I had to go to work. Um, but you know, you, you live, you learn and you make changes. So, um, club business, a uh, couple of different things. Um, well, podcast business more accurately, make sure that you're following, uh, that you, if you're, you're watching this on YouTube, which is a possibility, we're going to try to get back into the swing of, of getting the videos done. So hopefully by the time this comes out, we will be editing the videos again. Um, and, um, you know, all the different places that we are, social media and whatnot, please uh, like, subscribe, follow, do all of the things. And then if you find today's conversation to be beneficial and think that it might uh, be good in the hands of somebody else, please share this episode uh, or any of the episodes of the stories of the uh, men and a couple women that we've gotten the opportunity to be able to uh, chat with over the last couple years of doing this show. It's, it's fantastic and absolutely uh, like mind breaking uh, to think that we've been doing this for a couple years now. Uh, so it's, uh, it's good. Um, so that's pretty much it. Uh, a couple, I, the other ways that you can get a hold of us in case you want to, you can reach us via email at kiddo man clubs podcast at gmail.com. You can, uh, call or text us at 512-518-6161. And, uh, you can, oh, visit our website. All of our links to all of the everything is at our website, theketomansclub.com. There we go. We have, we got out of this habit of doing this. And so it's not like rote. I, I you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. You're losing your eloquence. Yeah. It, it'll come back. It, it, it's all good. Um, probably you gotta get your reps in. Yeah. I got, you gotta get the reps back in. And then, you know, having so probably has something to do with the fact that I'm running on about four and a half, five hours of sleep. You know, that, that, that probably isn't helping anything at all. Okay. All of that said, let's jump into some shout outs real quick. And I'm going to go first because I know what Berto's is. And well, I, I don't want to blush. So, uh, my, <laughs> my pick of the week is, uh, Kevin Schaefer in our one-on-one group. He, uh, a couple of days ago, he hit his, uh, one year ketoversary. He's down 30 pounds and he's reduced the size of his pants and his shirts. And, uh, he's, he's, increases exercise load and done all the basics. And while, you know, we're not seeing a lot of weight loss in what he's talking about, it, it, you know, in the typical year, you still see progression and he's making the habits that are going to carry him through for the rest of his life. And so I want to applaud that. So it doesn't matter the size of the results is that he's in there. He's doing the work. He's getting the results. And as he says in there, long way to go still, but it feels, uh, so, and, and it feels so slow, but I'm not giving up, not quitting. He's not giving up, not quitting. And that's really the, at the core of this. He's setting into place the things that he needs to long term. Uh, so shout out to Kevin. Awesome job. Uh, Berto. Well, compared to that, I mean, how am I supposed to follow that up? <laughs> well, no, we, I did have a little get together at a local brewery, and then it just so happened member Matt Weiss was in town, and, and he made an effort to stop by. And then Mike Mosley actually made the trek from San Antonio ish. So my shout out goes to those guys because neither of them had to stop by. Yeah. And they both stopped by. And you were there too, but it's like yeah. 10 minutes from your house. So yeah, it barely. You get, nothing, you get nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I, heck, I didn't even bring anything with me for you. I just bought you around. <laughs> counts. Uh, and, and I gotta say their seltzer, it's, it's top of the line. 
just absolutely can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, uh, yeah, that was a fun night. Just good to, good to hang out and, and, uh, enjoy good company. And it wasn't all like, you know, keto people either. It was, it was fun. It was great to meet Matt because he, he is, he's somebody that's not local to the Texas area, but just happened to be in town. So. He's even more hilarious in person than he is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. That, that wit of his was very sharp. I wish I could have gone to his comedy show that night. It was just a little too late. I think it started at 1130 PM. <laughs> so I, I, I had church in the morning. <laughs> it was not going to go well. Um, okay. Uh, any other, well, okay. Here's a shout out or, or not a shout out, but a call out to all of our 101 members. If you're a member of 101 and you've been around for a while, you've kind of got the hang of things, you're like Kevin and you've been around for a year or whatnot, all you got to do is look up what keto macros are, even if you're not tracking them, and go and apply to join the main group. We want you in the main group because you you've you can pass the test. You've been around for a while and you're and all of that. So uh, join us in the main group. The main groups had some very slow growth, but we've had really great growth in 101. Let's kind of merge the two a little bit in that. So if you're in 101 and haven't joined the main group yet, go ahead, look up your keto macros and just, you know, an estimation of what a keto macro is. Put that in in the, in the uh, application and we'll get you into the main group because we'd love to have you. Uh, anything else I'm forgetting, Berto? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Well, let me uh, let you introduce our agenda for the day. There's an agenda? Well, kind of. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, well, our guest has notes, so we should just like, sit back and let him take over. We got our everybody's good friend Jonathan Shane on the line today in audio and video. And uh, we're just all going to have a, just a really cool, chill conversation. I mean, we haven't talked to you in a while. And, I mean, you're a father. You ran a marathon. You've been doing speaking. You've been rucking entirely way too long in one shot. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about. Yep, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, Jonathan, go ahead and try to think back to when you were last on and catch us up a little bit on some of the key points on what's going on. Uh, you know, your beautiful daughter being one of them. Yeah, one hundred percent. Real quick though, I want to shout out somebody from Keto Man's oh. Club. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. R. D. Carvel, I absolutely love him. He makes me laugh multiple times every day. He is the most sarcastic, gritty bastard I've ever met, or not even met, but I love him to death. Mm-hmm. And I just he's a, he's the perfect troll, and it's hilarious. <laughs> um, so shout out to you, man, for having an amazing personality. Uh, okay, so yeah, a lot has happened, hasn't it? I. I think the last time I was on here, we were talking shop with uh, with Mike. Mike was on here too, and we were just having a, yeah. a grand old time. Uh, Jim wasn't here for that one either. It was, yeah, it was us right. four, Jim. Yeah. yeah, he's just slacking. <laughs> slacking. <laughs> uh, so what has happened since that? Okay, let's see. Um, so I, I had my baby, right? So Haley was born. Two weeks after she was born, I ran my first marathon, uh, and I have continued to run since. Since then, I've ran a half marathon officially, um, placed in the top 10%. I ran a 10K, placed in the top 10%. Um, so the running is going very well. Uh, and then, um, let's see what else. There's some things I can't talk. Well, I guess I can talk to you about some of these things. Um, at, at the release of this uh, podcast, I will have... Um, released an app uh, that's re- going to be, re- it's really cool. It's called Keto's, uh, it's called, it's called Mel's Kitchen. 
And it's basically like a recipe app where you subscribe and it, you get a weekly recipe every week. It's like two bucks a month. But, but the special thing is that every recipe comes with an audio clip of her talking you through the recipe and she's full on British. So like, it's like <laughs> a British accent, like, you know, put the butter on your bread, like straight up legit. It's great. Um, so I'm super excited about that. So go check that out. Um, some other things we'll talk about later that have happened before the release uh, at the release of this podcast. I'm excited to talk about, um, and then, yeah, I just weekend, I just got done running, marching 50 miles with uh, a pack of amazing psychopaths. And we raised $120,000 for homeless vets. Um, so it was a really cool, very painful, psychotic time in my life. Um, by far the most painful, the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life, by far, hands down. Uh, like today, I feel invincible. Like I'm like, I can literally conquer China. Like I do whatever the hell I want. Um, so like, don't put this on the internet. They're going to come for me. Um, but, uh, (laughs) I feel like I conquer anything. So that's short synopsis of everything. And we can dive into whatever y'all want to dive into. Yeah. They, uh, that 50 mile ruck, let's talk about that here real quick. The, uh, there's a lot of you guys. I know that there was even more people that were supposed to make it and had travel issues that getting into town, but, um, 50 miles overnight, few few breaks so it wasn't like constant but some of the i really feel bad for robert like robert sykes he's like on crutches but he's like you know the next day they drive seven hours back to arkansas they get home and he's like well i gotta get my mile in you're on crutches i've got to get my mile in so they like go live walking a mile long trail and he's on there crutching away it's like this man is a savage to the t and he, he like it, it, like i i highly respect robert sykes already but things like that are just like okay yeah i just i'm not on that level yet maybe someday i can get to that level but i am not i am not there yet that was uh but the 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 thing that I heard from them, and you can you can attest to this, I'm sure, and speak more to it, is that there was a lot of connections made during that time because all you're doing is is, is walking, and you you got a lot of time to to really talk amongst yourselves. Talk. Uh, who were some of the people that you maybe got to meet that you hadn't expected to? Yeah, so there was a guy named Joseph Wilson. He goes by Joe. Um, that was somebody I had never met, um, and he was an amazing human being. Uh, so much fun. Leslie, that was another one. Amazing human being. Um, Ron. Uh, so there's a couple of names that I learned and I bonded to the point with these people where we exchanged numbers afterwards, you know, and mm-hmm. there's something even like, you know, Jamie and Ben and, and Robert and Crystal, like I've known these people for years, but there's something unique about suffering alongside mm-hmm. somebody for that long. It's like, it's not just the talking, like, Yes, I got to know these people better, their perspectives on certain things, whatever we were talking about to distract us from the from the hell that we were feeling. <laughs> but there was this, I don't know, there, there's just something about like with Robert, right? Like he did, man, he was absolute savage. It, it was literally, uh, I say this with the utmost uh, like uh, endearment, like it was an honor to suffer alongside him. Um, there was a point where, so I don't know, I don't think he told you all this part. I don't Maybe he did, but... Mm-hmm. We we're on like mile 47, like right before we hit the final two miles, we had like a break before the two mile, the final two miles. Um, and uh, I look up at the top of the line and he's running his one mile a day at mile 47. 
behind the, behind the cruise. He's just he's like almost jogging in place because he's running as fast as we're walking. And I see him up there, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm not going to let him do that on his own. So I run up there, and mm-hmm. and I and I and I start running with him, and I track it. We run a mile. He ran over a mile. Like he yeah. he was doing it before I noticed, but just yeah, it was an honor to suffer with him. It was an honor to su- Crystal. Bad chick, dude. Bad yeah. chick. Um, like she was like, man, like we're like, you know, we're all hurting. She's hurting. And man, you could just, mm-hmm. you could see it in their eyes. Like mm-hmm. that, that the lady savage and the keto savage, oh, yeah. something switches oh, yeah. in their eyes and they're like, it's game on mamacita. I, you know, I'm like, oh I, my gosh, these animals. I had the, the opportunity and the pleasure to get to squat with them and hearing, hearing Crystal go into that deep squat and just like, and like really like actually like yelling, filling that tire space, pushing through and getting her maximum effort out of those lifts was just fantastic. And watching them as a team was a whole other level. Like they, they are a match made in heaven. I believe that 100%. Yeah. So total beast. I mean, every, but to be honest, like that's because they're people I know personally and I, and I, and I, and I know them enough to like, be more observant of their actions. You know, Ben and Jamie too, like Do- Dr. Fit and Fab and Ben, her mm-hmm. husband, like tough, tough bastards, man. Mm-hmm. And, um, but all, everybody there, like I told them at the end, I'm like, I'm so proud to be among so many psychopaths. Y'all are amazing human beings. Um, cause dude, and we can like get into like, like the pain of it, but like, it was like, cause I did the whole thing fasted. That was my fun challenge was everybody else ate. I did not eat anything the whole time. I fasted. I stopped eating Friday night. And I didn't eat again until Sunday night. I did the whole thing on empty stomach, crazy wicked. Um, and but yeah, it was it was a it was an interesting time. And like I said before, like it's it was really sobering because you really don't understand just you don't really understand somebody until you suffer with them, right? Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. So just on that, um, out of sheer curiosity, what was your choice of footwear? <laughs> So that's 50, I, that's 50 miles. So like you, you got to put a little thought towards what you would be wearing on your feet. Bro. So I will say like, like I didn't get any blisters. I got no blisters. Um, my sore, my feet were sore, but like today I have no issues. Um, and yesterday I was moving around pretty easily once I got going. Um, so, but I also attest that to the, to, to the running too. Like, I think because I'm an endurance athlete, like I'm better, like my body's just a little bit. No one's really conditioned for walking 50 miles. Let me tell you that right now. But I think I was better overall just because of the nature of my 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 athletic life. Um, but so I went into it with a plan, bro. Like I had two pairs of shoes. I had 10 pairs of socks. We had Vaseline. The lube jokes were atrocious and hilarious the whole time. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so we like sat down. Uh, every stop, I'd sit down. And I would swap shoes and then I would take off my socks, put on a fresh new pair if they were dry or not. I changed socks and then I put on my Vaseline all over my foot and then just walked again. Um, the last two stretches, I didn't take my socks or my shoes off. I just left them on because if I took them off, I don't know if my feet would have swelled up and I wouldn't be able to get my foot back in the shoe. So like my shoes didn't come back off the last like 20 miles or last 15 ish miles or whatever it was. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how that went. So I had New Balance Beacons, which I actually ran my first marathon in. So it was kind of humbling to walk this far in them. Um, they turned into my walking shoes because I got new running shoes. And then I had my trail shoes because I wasn't sure if we were ever going to go on gravel or anything. 
And I know that my trail shoes are really good at gripping. So I wore those as well. Um, I didn't like them as much as my new, my beacons for this, but they, but they did the job. So it was all on asphalt, like on the streets. The whole thing was streets, dude. The whole thing was Ooh. pavement. Did they, I think I saw some sections where they even had like a police escort for your group, right? So, okay. So <laughs> that's the best part. So the last two miles was an escort by police officers and, and veteran bikers. Guys, literally, I kid you not. I, I didn't I didn't really talk about the pain on social media because I, I didn't want to acknowledge it. I wanted to act like it didn't exist because the minute I acknowledged it, I was going to think about it. Literally, the last two miles, I really thought my feet were broke. Like, I thought I broke my feet. Like, I thought my feet were fractured. Like, um, and obviously, you can see with, with Robert, obviously, that yeah. might be some truth to some people. But like... Yeah. I literally, I did. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, our feet are trashed. Oh my God. Like, it was so terrible. But yeah, so they escorted us those last two miles and it was uh, it was a journey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very cool. That's amazing. It was, man. You really, I'll tell you what, if you walk that far, those last 20 miles, you really find out who you are in this moment. Real quick. Yeah. Tom Shea would, Tom Shea would agree with that. That's, uh, it, he's a, uh, a speaker and author. <laughs> was he there? He wasn't. He spoke at no. the summit, but him and Jamie oh, okay. were texting the whole time and it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah, he, friends. Was, he was chewing us the hell out. It was so funny. Oh, he was like, he was like, I think it was at mile 30. He like texted her and he's like, tell everybody smiles for miles. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he yeah. was trolling us. It was so funny. Uh, yeah, he's been there though. He he's done it. He like that's part of like a retreat. They'll do like couples retreats, and they'll you you do an all night experience. It's insanity of this nature, and uh, it's so good because it's like by the end of this thing, as a couple, like you know things about each other that you never knew before, and and all of that stuff. So yeah, it just uh, he came to mind with all of that, and so it's interesting to hear that he was he was aware of what was going on. Um, yeah. Okay, so. Uh, let's talk about the summit real quick. Were there any big revelations for you? Anything that, that was like new information or things that stuck out? No, there was a couple things I disagreed with with some of the speakers, but all in all, I think that they had some really good advice. Uh, Dr. Seiss was amazing. Ken Berry was amazing. Um, Jamie was amazing. Um, so I really enjoyed, uh, most of the speakers. Uh, like I said, there's some things I disagree with, but that's just personal preference. Um, but no, like, amazing revelations. Now, I will say, uh, I know that we're in a weird time right now in the world, but, like... A little bit. <laughs> it is, it is, if you are not in a place, if you're not in a place where, like, you know, you're, uh, you, there's, like, a pre-med, there's a pre like, there's a predisposed medical condition, or, like, you're around somebody with one of those, and you're really worried about getting them sick, like, it is worth bypassing your fear and getting out in this community, because it is so refreshing, and, like, I think we've gotten numb to what community is. And so for me, it was just so nice to see people that I have a heart for um, in person and being able to talk and conversate, right? Because like, you know, like, uh, again, like me, Jamie, Ben, uh, uh, people from Redmond, Robert, Crystal, like, we're all busy growing businesses. We don't really have time to chat all the time. We don't, right? We're too busy. Um, And so like having those couple days to just kind of like catch up, being in each other's presence, grow from each other, learn from each other. see the other person grow and vice versa. I think it's just healthy. No, I agree. And even like, my, like I said, my little get together over the weekend, uh, uh, Chris met Huey, uh, Huey, shout out to Huey. I haven't seen that. He's one of my best friends. I haven't seen him face to face in over a year. And I mean, uh-huh. 
you know, shout out to him. He's down. He's what do you say? Uh, just over a hundred pounds since he decided to start taking yep. his weight seriously. Like yep. I didn't even recognize him when I walked up, but it was like the same thing. I'm sitting next to him. I'm like, man, it's like been like you just get overjoyed. You're like, I haven't like seen you in so long. I haven't. Yep. We haven't hung out. We haven't done anything. So, like, I get what you're saying there. It's, it's a. It you just you got to experience it. It's it feels amazing. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, community is such an important thing. I think that's one of the things like. I did take a season away from involvement at church because of everything that was going on in the world and, and trying to to just make sure that I did did what I needed to for, for my life. But I missed it horribly during that time. And so eventually I did. I finally jumped back in and I've gotten back into into the swing of things. And, and it, I, I really feel like that's what's kept me sane. <laughs> through all of this is just once a week, at least being around humans, uh, you know, that type of thing where, where it's, it's been, um, and that, that's, that's a, a family for me and, and community. And, and that's so, so necessary. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and not to say that online community isn't helpful, you know, keto man's club being a prime example of that. It's a very <laughs> healthy community, but it's not the same. It's just not the same. No. Um, you don't get the, the face-to-face energy. Memes no. are way better in person. Memes are it's way better reality. in person. It's a reality. So, speaking of memes, actually, this has nothing to do with memes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you went from bodybuilding to endurance athlete. So, what, what was that like for you? What? Why did you decide to, to change it up a little bit? Uh, talk about that. I mean, I know you've talked about it in the past, but for the guys, the people that haven't heard it, and I know you have a really good reason for it. And uh, how are you digging the endurance versus the bodybuilding? Yeah, for sure. So I, I did ketogenic bodybuilding for about three years. I did a competition. I did a bulk phase in keto. Then I did another competition. Or I prepped for one. COVID happened. I didn't get to do it, but I got a photo shoot in. Um, y'all remember that. And uh, there was, I don't know. I just, I, um, I realized, I looked at my life and I realized that I, my mom, like, it just didn't fit with who I was and who I wanted to be not. And when I say that, I mean, I mean competing competitively, like I still build my body. I still lift weights very heavy. So, um, but I don't like focus on bulking and cutting like that. It's not my, it's not my sport. Um, and that, while that sounds like semantical, it's really not because for me, like when I, when I take something serious, I go extreme with it. And so like, you know, when I was bodybuilding, even when I was bulking, I didn't eat dinner with Ashley. I ate what I tracked. Like, you know, I just, I wasn't being a family man for me. Right. And whereas if you marry a bodybuilder, you're used to the way they eat and you kind of go with it and that's beautiful and fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But for my family, for me, my wife didn't marry a bodybuilder, but I became one. And I think it created friction and a relation in our relationship. And I wanted that to be healthy. Um, I didn't want to focus on macros obsessively anymore. I was trying to kind of learn to trust my body, right? I felt like I was in that next chapter of uh, dealing with my recovery from bulimia. Um, And so a a lot of those things just led me to go, I don't want to do bodybuilding competitively anymore. Uh, And so I announced that I made my decision and I didn't really know what I was going to do. And uh, the day after my competition, I obviously had a buttload of food that night. Um, and I woke up the next morning and was like, I'm going to go for a run. So I ran like four miles and it felt great. So I ran another four the next day. And then I ran another four the next day. And I was just like, this is awesome. 
I feel fast as hell, right? So I was like, I'm going to start running. Um, and then, of course, I'm a balls-to-the-walls kind of guy. So I was like, I'm going to qualify for Boston. I had no idea. what When I made that goal, I had no idea what the hell I was talking about. Let's make that really clear. I had no idea how hard. Like, you do not – I can't even begin to explain to you how fast people, especially at my age range, the people that qualify for Boston at my age range are wicked fast. It's stupid how fast these people are. Um and so I decided to start endurance training. And to be honest, man, it's the best decision I've ever made from an athletic standpoint. I, I'm i good at it. I progress fast. I mean, like, where I'm at now compared to where I was when I started is second to none. Like, I am faster. I could run longer. I recover. Like, I am second to none. I absolutely adore running. It's my favorite thing ever. It is the only sport that I've gone, dang, I wish I would have started doing this in high school. Like, I wish I would have been a cross-country athlete because I almost guarantee you I could have gotten into college. I almost guarantee you I could have. Um, Just because of the way I progressed. Like, when I first started, I was running like... So, for example, when I first started, my fastest mile was a 6-minute and 56-second mile, right? Um, I think before I got COVID in July. This is August, just so everybody knows. This, This being recorded in August, I had COVID in July. Before that... I did interval training and I mean, I was clocking like five minute and 20 second quarter miles. Like, I mean, like I'm beating, like I'm way faster. I mean, obviously I can run like 15 miles is like, what's 15 miles? Like, you know, like crazy progression. Um, so like, I love running. I think it's, it's, it's a, it's a sport in which I get to be free. Like I get to lose myself in it. Um, I, a couple of the hiccups were, were the macros, the nutrients, um, Feeding for endurance is very different than bodybuilding. It's very different than just someone trying to lose weight. It's even different than someone that runs a mile every day or runs two miles every couple of days, whatever, uh, for cardio. Because just hormonally, it's so different. And so, like, you have to look at, like, things from, like, an exogenous and endogenous perspective, which we can talk about what that means and all that if you want to go through, like, the macro breakdowns and stuff. I don't know how many people on the that listen to this are endurance athletes. I can get really damn nerdy with this because for me to be willing to try an experiment <laughs> and be comfortable with breaking my own rules, I had to understand it scientifically or I wasn't going to do it. So I did a lot of studying. So we can definitely dive into that. But that's probably one of the weirdest hiccups. But I feel like now, you know, I got my USA track and field certification. I've been endurance coaching people ketogenically for a while now. Um, I've had a lot of discussions live and, you know, on different platforms with Zach Bitter um, Mike McKnight, you know, the low carb runner. I, I'm very confident in what I know now. So, um, yeah, so that's where we're at now. And, and I love it, man. This is the best, best thing I've ever done athletically. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Let's, let's dig into the macros a little bit. I and mean, we don't got to get too crazy deep with it. Cause, uh, I mean, if anyone wants to dig super deep, they can just get a hold of you, but, yeah. uh, just give us the, like the 50,000 foot overview of the, the macros you had to change and stuff. So fat is your energy, but you have to realize that pr- both protein and carbs regulate your hormones. If you can grasp that, you're going to be fine. So what ends up happening is people are like, well, we don't use carbs as fuel. And if we increase carbs, we're using them as fuel. And that's not necessarily true. While yes, they obviously have calories that are used for energy. Realizing that carbohydrates play a role in cortisol regulation, especially as an endurance athlete, matters a lot. So basically, quick overview If you're running 20 miles, right, and you're on a ketogenic diet and you're running these at a a race intensity, not like an easy jog, but race intensity, 
you are, even though you're burning through a lot of fat, you're going to burn through glycogen, which is fine. And fat adapted people can recreate glycogen, gluconeogenesis. We all understand that. But what happens when you deplete glycogen and then you don't get to fully recover and you deplete it more, you deplete it more. How your body create the whole process of gluconeogenesis starts with cortisol release. So cortisol is released, which stimulates your glucagon to release, uh, uh, stimulates your pancreas to release glucagon, which elicits a blood sugar creation response. So if that happens seldomly, it's fine, easy. But if that starts happening chronically, you get chronic cortisol elevation, which leads to stripping proteins and nutrients from joints. You start getting inky joints. You don't recover well. You start to eat your muscle. Even though you have glycerol from fatty acids, it still eats at those things. And so you can literally destroy yourself if you're running at high intensities for endurance training and you're not regulating your cortisol well. So then the question is, what regulates cortisol? Fat does not regulate cortisol. Protein can, but it's not very good at it because it doesn't elicit a strong insulin response. You have to understand that when someone's insulin sensitive, cortisol and insulin share what's called an inverse relationship. That's why when you get stressed out, you crave sweets. It's not just the dopamine. It's that when your blood sugar spikes, your cortisol comes down. It relaxes you. Yeah. Right. Because now your body has that quick in because all of this is like ancestral adaptation. When you're stressed out, your body makes you create sugar so you can get the hell away from the tiger, right? So like if you give your body something that has a lot of sugar in it, your body gets that response and it says, okay, we have the energy we need, cortisol, you can calm down, right? But if you don't address that, you're going to hurt yourself. And so as a ketogenic athlete, we have to understand that fat is our fuel. Absolutely fat is our fuel. But you have to supplement with enough carbs to regulate your cortisol and your glycogen levels, Okay. So I've so done a lot. Of, yeah. So we're, we're basically giving ourselves permission to just like pig out on ice cream, right? No, God, no. <laughs> God, no. I knew the that, No, I knew and, the that, and on that, I, 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 I don't want to veer away from the conversation, but real quick, I see a lot of people that do go like start using carbs and their idea of using carbs is going to 300 carbs every other day and just eating whatever the hell they want. And that is not what I do. I will never preach that. No, my carbs are used for hormone regulation only right and that doesn't mean i don't enjoy them they taste sweet obviously i enjoy them but i you know they're for hormone regulation and so basically the way we look at it is most days that most days i stay under 30 grams of total carbs a day that, that's my general goal it fluctuates because i'm not, like super strict but 30 grams of total carbs a day is general now what gets added on to that is my training so for every hour that i run at high intensity i add 15 grams of carbs to my day so like Let's say that uh, I run an easy six miles, real easy pace. I'm I'm gonna stay ketogenic. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna add carbs at all. But like on my tempo runs, my interval runs, right, runs that I'm running really fast and sprinting, or like runs over six miles, I'm gonna introduce 15 grams of carbs an hour. So like let's say that I run 20 miles at race pace. That's like three hours. So that's gonna be about uh, 45 grams of carbohydrates on top of the 30 that I would eat. So I get around 70 grams. Um, if I run a tempo run that takes about 40 minutes, I'm going to add about 15 grams to my day. It'll be like, end up being 45. And I either, I have like, um, these, you can gels, I guess you can't see this on the podcast, but I'm showing it on the video. These are like 20 grams of carbs. I'll just pop one of these every 45 minutes while I'm running and it does the job. Um, and, um, uh, and that's, that's, is that a ketone sup as well? No. So it's just okay, a resistance. So this is a different one. 
it starts a resistance starch, but it releases so slow in my blood that I don't really, it doesn't really, it just gives me just enough to keep me going. Um, and so I do that. Or if it's like, I just want, I can say I'm running 10 miles. I want to do it fasted. I'll just eat those carbs in the form of sweet potato and fruit after the fact. Um, but I try to eat whole foods that will elicit a decent insulin response. I don't eat white rice. I don't eat pasta. I don't eat grains. I don't eat any like crap. It's either sweet potato or fruit. Like those are my only options. Uh, and so that's kind of like how I handle the nutrition. And we have to think about this exogenously and endogenously because for instance, if I run 20 miles, I'm burning, you know, I don't know, uh, 3000 calories, right? But I'm eating like over the course of three hours, I'm eating 45 grams of carbs. What is that? Like a hundred and like 60 calories, like where all the other calories are fat. I'm burning like yeah. two, 2,800 calories of fat. If you look at the macro ratios, that's, ex- that's like 89% fat I'm burning during that run. So those carbs are doing nothing for me energy wise. They are simply keeping my cortisol down so that I can continue to run at a fast pace. That is all they're doing. Um, and as you can see, this is a complicated subject, which is why I don't talk about it a lot because the average person doesn't need to worry about this kind of stuff. You're not trying to run <laughs> marathons. You know, so like it's whatever, but I'll tell you it helped because I was stubborn at first and I was like zero carbs and I hurt myself. I tore my abdominal wall. I tore my Achilles tendon. I, 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 I bruised my hip. Um, I didn't, I know I pulled my Achilles. I didn't tear it. Sorry, but I did tear my abdominal wall. That hurt so damn bad. Mm -hmm. Um, but the minute I introduced the carbs, my fasted glucose went from like 120 a day to like 80. My mm-hmm. ketones went from 0.2 to 0.5. I, I was in ketosis for the first time in like four months by introducing these because they were bringing my stress levels down, which was allowing me to metabolize fat better. So like it's, it's, it's just understanding biology and understanding the type of training you're doing. And that's why, as you can tell, it's, it's a very thorough thought process and it's not something that the average person really needs to worry about. That's yeah, that's 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 crazy. I, the reason I, I pinged on the UCAN thing is that I know that Michael Andrew, who is now gold medalist Michael Andrew for, from the uh, Tokyo Olympics, he's a ketogenic athlete, and he has uh, been sponsored by and supported by UCAN and a couple other uh, like keto, uh, ketone supplements and whatnot. But he's he's a big user of resistant starches like the UCAN to help him because he's wanting super explosive energy right off the post or whatever it's called to, to get in that water and, and get, you know, get those swims in. And so he, he's, he talked about that on the fat field family. If I can find the link and remember to actually link it up, I'll put it in the link in the show notes because it was a great conversation on resistant starches and how they can be very helpful for athletes. We're not talking about average Joes like myself who I'm not (laughs) working out for five hours in the gym. I'm not an endurance athlete. I'm not doing those things. And so I don't have any call for doing that. Me getting whatever trace carbs I get from the carnivore that I'm eating right now is perfectly fine. Oh, there was some onion in the, the, the taco bowl that I had. Oh no. You You know, (laughs) you know, naughty, naughty. Yeah. So it's just kind of, you know, I have no, I I will get my trace carbs the way that I get my trace carbs so that I can stay healthy and happy and all that type of thing. I don't need to supplement. Whereas I absolutely agree. I think for you uh, or or someone in your position and, 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 and additional supplementation is good. 
Yeah, and, and that's the thing is like I, I used to demonize carbs. I'll be honest. I was dogmatic yeah. about it. I've had to learn that the reality is is that our ancestors ate all macronutrients, right? It, mm-hmm. To to ignorantly just say, oh, well, you know, all we did was eat fat and protein. No, no, no. We did eat a lot of fat. We eat, did eat a lot of protein. But to say that we never had carbohydrates is just not true, like especially from a survival standpoint. Um, and understanding that our bodies evolved to deal with it too in certain situations, and that's okay. It's realizing, I think it comes down to this. I think it what you're eating majority of the time should have purpose, right? Eat with purpose. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to lose weight and you're on a ketogenic diet, eat with purpose. There's no purpose in you having carbohydrates at all. If you're trying to build muscle and be a bodybuilder on a ketogenic diet, there's no reason for you to have carbs at all. Your body, your body has breaks between sets, right? Your body has plenty of time during a workout to to elicit a, a, core, a, a blood sugar response to keep your glycogen and your blood sugar high. Okay, quick thing. Totally hilarious. So I looked at my blood sugar. So like I've lifted weights with a CGM on and my blood sugar, especially like squats, it just goes up. My blood sugar just spikes. When you run, if you're not eating anything, it will go down. It will just tank because your body's depleting your blood sugar, but it doesn't have a break to release mm-hmm. a, a blood sugar back into your system. Yeah. It's it's so fascinating to watch. I I don't like running so i didn't do any but uh but i i that would have been one of the experiments when i was wearing the cgm myself you know doing doing that with nutrisense and and seeing what endurance activity does to my body versus lifting but i did do a couple lift sessions during that time i think and then um things like kung fu and things like that were were in the mix and and definitely i i didn't see anything as drastic as what you're saying with uh with the weightlifting but it, it it is one of those things that the the larger the muscle movement that you that you're working with then the the higher your glucose is going to spike during that time because it's 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 needing that reaction or it's needing that to, to balance out what's going on in the body exactly yeah so question uh just to touch on macros just this is for my own personal curiosity because i just thought about it when you were talking about you know bodybuilding you have breaks you really don't need none versus long distance intensity and now then we brought up swimming so for instance off the top of my head for no reason jujitsu <laughs> <laughs> so like jujitsu like you know the rounds are five to six minutes when you're in training and, and i'm i haven't competed yet so i'm not even gonna talk about that but so i mean you're let's just say you're it's almost like Tabata where you're 10 seconds chill, but then you've got to explode with everything you've got for a few seconds. And then it's a matter of like relaxing, controlling, finding your spot. But then when you have your moment, you need to explode. So you're doing this multiple times a minute for six minutes straight. So where would, uh, would there be any benefit in that type of, uh, explosive exercise? Okay. Um, the carbs are too fast. Can I, ask too short. You, can I ask a few questions? So even though you're going, so how long does that 10 seconds on, 10 seconds off last? Uh, five to six minutes. And then how long is it between each training session? Um, usually you get about a minute. So you'll go about six minutes, get about a minute rest, and then you'll go six minutes, get about a minute rest. And that'll go on for three to five rounds, just depending on how much time you got. I absolutely, I think like 15 grams of like a resistance starch, I would play with it, honestly, because the worst that can happen is you don't feel any different and then you just stop taking it. But there's a possible chance that it could help you because that sounds like when I think about that, that sounds a lot like interval training. 
right? And so, yeah. like, even your body's not having long enough breaks to really like respond. And here's the thing: is like my my words are not gold. Like, if if you want to experiment before you try anything, get a CGM, put it on, train. It might get ripped off, but try to tell me nice to your arm. What are you sticking on? Um, but train. And then look at it and say, okay, if my blood sugar got up, like, 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 look at the time that you trained for those five or six rounds. And if my blood sugar was eight and it had time to increase, then I know my body can handle it. If all it does is tank and then it shoots up after you're done, then there might be some room for supplementation. And part of the, I don't want to say problem, that's not the right word, but part of the equation is that you are forcefully putting yourself in a legitimate fight or flight situation yes. when you're getting yeah. smashed into the mats and you know, it, it gets primal quick. And one of my biggest struggles, and it still hits me every now and then is like when I'm getting ground into the mats, like I legit have a panic attack. My vision starts to go black. Everything starts to go tunnel vision. And, and I, I'll like, if it happened to me for a long time at first, I would almost just like curl up into a ball, like shut down and just immediately tap. That was panicking. And I've gotten much better, learned to control it, learned how to create space and get your couple breaths or whatever. But that doesn't change the fact that you are full on flight or fight. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would honestly, um, I would try something like this, like 30 minutes before you train and see what happens. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, that would be, that would be interesting to see what your, your response, because yeah, if you've got that extra cortisol because of the stress of that type of a, a workout. I th the only time that I ever had workout high was when I was doing Krav Maga for a month. And like, you know, those, the best workouts were the ones when you, you're like constantly getting choked out or, you know, you know, you're, you're doing the drills, but they're like flat out, you know, telling, you know, telling us, coaching us, make sure you feel like, you know, you're actually going after the person or that they're actually going after you. If they're not squeezing hard enough, tell them you need to feel this in your soul that this is what you're supposed to do. Break. Yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. You know, those types of things. And so it's it's a matter of. Well, that was actually more Kung Fu than it was. You know, prom, but anyway, Chris was washing windows. And but, uh, in case anybody wondered. But to answer your question on macros, I think it's actually really good on macro ratios. So people because people think macro ratios better understanding. Even on days that I run 20 miles a marathon, my macro ratios, my carbs never go over 10 percent ever. Carbs are always 10% or less of my macronutrients, always. Um, so, like, if you go over that, then I think you're abusing carbs, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's uh, that's good guidance. Um, let's talk a little bit about your magazine spread. You're popular. You're, you're like, you're, you're like famous. Yeah. Look at that. It's still wrapped in plastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's his display copy. He's got another one. <laughs> It's very true. He, he is not wrong. <laughs> I've been in a couple of automotive painting magazines. I don't think I have one around here anywhere. But yeah, I got I got the ones that haven't been opened, and I got the ones that I'm like, hey, check this out. <laughs> yep. Open it as your free will. Yeah. Yep. Hey, si sign that one day, man. It might be worth a lot of money. <laughs> Never know. So, uh, talk about what what you shared in that, and it's it's Keto Hope Dealers magazine. Is that am I remembering that right? Yeah. So it's Joy and Toya. They're amazing human beings. So how this all happened was I met them on them on an app called Clubhouse, which is like this audio app. Um, I have a huge uh, uh, group of amazing human beings that I talk about um, keto with on there and educate people, and they're an amazing just group of people. 
And they reached out to me and they're like, Hey, do you want to have a recipe and like, you know, an ad and, and, and a section, an article in our paper? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, it's, it's men's month. So like talk about something for men. And I was like, bet. So like, y'all know me, I'm very like into the psyche of things and like the mental. And so like the whole, the whole premise, just to kind of sum it up, uh, um, of the article was just to simply make men realize that their strength is in their ability to be vulnerable and honest with themselves was the overall synopsis of the, of the article. But yeah, it was an honor and um, it was really cool to see my 75% naked body on a huge page. <laughs> that was one of your bodybuilding pictures, wasn't it? It was, and it was sexy. That was a great photo. I, I, still, I still love that photo. That's hey, awesome. you know, if you're going to work your tail off that long and that hard to look that way, you better enjoy it and have the right photos to show it off because you're not going to get there super easily. Although, you know, bathroom lighting earlier today, you know, uh, not, not, not too bad there, Shay Shane. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it, Berto always, you know, says the best, ba- the best lighting is always in the bathroom. And I true. honestly, I agree. It's true. I did. I'll <laughs> tell you, man, I, I walked in and like, I, I just got done working out and like, I can't, I had, to, it's my body dysmorphia. Honestly, it's a super unhealthy problem. It's a super unhealthy habit that I just, I picked up when I was younger and it, it's really hard for me to stop. And I kind of don't want to yet. I'm just not ready. Cause like, it's gonna, it's gonna be a mental fight, but like, I just look at my stomach every time I'm, it doesn't matter. I could be at a restaurant. And if no, I'll look and go, like, I just do it. I don't know why. It doesn't matter how lean or fat I am. It does not matter. I just do it. Um, super unhealthy habit. But I did it today. And I lifted up my shirt. And I was like, hold on. Was that me? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, okay, I'm taking a photo. Um, super dry, which was cool. Um, but, yeah, so that was funny. But I appreciate that. But, no, I would I would honestly say in that other photo, I'm way leaner than I was this morning. Like uh, that, I, I, I don't I don't doubt it because you were in competition form. So yeah. it's, it's a totally different game. Uh, but, yeah, you're, you're, you're still you're still killing it. Um, so, yeah, magazine is awesome. I'm hoping that we'll be able to get um, uh, that couple on the podcast because I got to sit in on the live stream on the live recording with them for the Fatfield family. And they are just like you said, fantastic people. So I absolutely um, want to have them on and, and get their story and, and, and all of that type of thing. And uh, maybe the keto man's club can get a feature on the magazine too. You never know. They need, it's a quarterly magazine for those that are interested. It's uh, from what I'm remembering, it's it just, it's really cool. It, it's 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 from the ketogenic community for the ketogenic community. It's just really, really awesome. Yeah, um, and get the summer issue. Get, yes, everybody summer needs issue. to order a summer issue. It is the Keto Kings. You will see my half naked body. It's delicious. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll never say it again. <laughs> oh, Mike's, Mike's cringing right now. I can't wait for him to listen to this and send me texts. So of just oh, disgust. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, let's let's talk about Mike, kind of to a degree, because Mike is still coaching with with you. But you've got some new coaches. I do, do I do, I do. I have a couple. Um, Look at me segueing. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I have I have Coach Amy. I have Coach Amy, and she's really cool. And then Coach Jesus is freaking awesome. I love him. Um, oh, oh, sorry, I meant Alberto. I didn't Jesus. Wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. 
I'm not kidding. It is Alberto. It is Berto, but I'm, I'm kidding about that. Never mind. Anyways, you get what I'm saying. Um, that was funny. Uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, Berto's on the squad uh, here of his recent. Uh, I'm super excited to have him on. I'm, I'm pretty sure he has some thoughts on it as well. But uh, I just, uh, you know, I was looking for somebody that uh, could buy into the vision of holistic health. And I think that, um, and I'm sure everybody listening to this very much knows that about him and um, he is, you know, very niche specific in terms of like keto, knowing how to recomp. Like, I definitely think that he's like the recomp coach in the squad. He knows how to get shredded and build over and over and over again and doing so while maintaining a healthy gut because it's a very, you know, important thing for him. So I think that um, he brings a lot of power and uniqueness to the team. Um, and I think that anybody here that wants to learn how to get shredded on keto and wants to be guided properly, um, um, and really wants to commit um, to that by working with a coach, I definitely think that Bird is your guy. So I, I, I'm excited to have him on the squad for sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> it was a couple conversations, random text messages, me badgering you a little too much about it, but uh, it all kind of worked out and we you know, sat down and talked about it for a little bit and, and I got put through the process. I wasn't handed anything, you know, and I had to, I had to get approved by the other crew members, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. I will be coaching and I will be helping out. And it, it should be interesting. And and I just for and part of it, the little bragging part on my end is like like what you just said about like bulking and cutting and everything. And I'm doing it all high fat. You know, even this cut, I eat arguably excessive protein. So like the first thing to come down to hit my calories was the protein. My protein stayed at a reasonable level, and I've just been cutting fat back. But I'm back down to one to one, which if you do the math, is still 67 to 70 percent fat intake. And like body fat percentage for me is never really a big thing because it's just, it ends up being a point to argue with someone who doesn't believe whatever body fat percentage you are. So I always tell everyone I'm low teens body fat percentage. I mean, right now I'm probably closer to 10, but if you tell someone you're 10, they're going to tell you you're 12 or 13. You tell someone you're thir- low teens body fat percentage, they'll say, no, 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 you're 10. So that just seems to be the best way to go about it. But there are many ways to do it. Uh, I, I, amongst you and you know Robert Slice and everyone else, the high fat approach works. And I really don't think there's enough people out there, you know, singing that song. So I'm, I'm, I'll be very happy to, to chime in on that particular subject with that particular percentage. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's a great addition for your team. I'm excited for Berto and maybe someday I'll be ready to join. You never know. Um, oh yeah. I, I've got too many, way too many projects, way too many projects. Too busy for gonna, us. I get it. Yeah, well, honestly, my my thought, you know, just between you, me, and well, the internet, uh, is uh, you know, <laughs> at, at some point, at some point, I would like. Biden, to are you listening? We're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting it out into the world. This is this is my putting it out into the world. Uh, I would love to coach on the podcasting side of things and 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 you know development and quality and maintaining and building and all of that and i've got a lot to learn in that area um i've got a lot of habits that i need to put in place either that or put other people in charge of things for thing for me to make sure that things uh keep keep rolling out and i'm working on that um thank you john oaks uh and so Love john. Um, yeah he's awesome uh we'll get to see him uh before this airs probably actually um and yes. uh Three and a half weeks, yeah, something like okay. that. Yeah, he's yeah. coming down. Yeah, uh, so he's coming down, and we'll, we'll get to meet his lovely wife, which will be fantastic. Uh, anyway, rabbit trail. Wait, wait, wait uh, when is he coming down? When is he coming down? He told me. I forget. Uh, what was it? Sixteen. Hold on. Let me double check real quick. I want to say it's the 
16th. Okay. 17th. Weekend of the 18th. Got it. Good. Yeah. We- weekend of the 18th is that. And then, yeah. So, yeah, it, it will be it will be great to, to see them. And, and John John's fantastic. He's actually been helping me with editing some of the Keto Man's Club stuff. And so that's been great to have him on board and, and, and be able to pawn off some of the work um, that, that, that it's entailed because I'm juggling so many new clients and things like that. But I would love to continue what I'm doing with the podcasting and probably coach more on that. I, I'm sure that I have a voice to offer in the keto world, but I know that there's a lot of people that have the same knowledge levels I do. And so I'll let them speak to that while I have unique knowledge in the podcasting world. So, you know, that's my, my, Putting it out into the world, that, you know, if I'm going like to it. it's going to be going to be there. I so, like it. Yeah. So when are you starting your podcast? Huh? <laughs> totally joking. Totally. Joking. You should call it guts and butter. Guts and butter. <laughs> guts and butter. Hey, it's actually not bad. Could, could work. Yeah, it could work. It could work. I, was, I was being it half was, serious. Yeah, people would be like, "Ew, wait a minute." <laughs> Um, Menudo, well, was, Menudo, Menudo, Menudo with Kerry Gold, eh? There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Double down. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or Trepas. <laughs> you know what Trepas is, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's pig. It's wait, it's pig. It's intestines, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yum. Ooh, put a little Kerry Gold on top. Let it melt. Little little chopstick I, action. Honestly, <laughs> when prepared correctly, I'm sure it's delicious. It's just. If the idea of it, um, there's a story I'll tell offline. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear it. I might, I might, well, I, didn't, I, it, I didn't experience it firsthand, but so it, it's, oh, I tried it. It's a, man, you, you can't cheat stuff. That's what it yeah. comes down to. Like, no matter how you cook it, how you prepare it, like, it's, it's designed to the piece that you put in your mouth, you swallow whole. And if you're cool with that, you won't have any problems. Personally, I'm not cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good to know. Yeah, I hadn't experienced it yet. Um, so anyway, sorry, totally rabbit trail. Um, <laughs> we can talk about some weird in. food too. That's a great subject. <laughs> yeah, weird food is always. I've eaten a, a pig's head before. That was fun. Yeah, that was that eyeballs was. included. Delicious. Yeah. Okay. Oh, dead, dead serious, dead serious. Yeah. I had, the I had three of them. I I had the chance to try sheep's head while i was in iceland one time and i passed up um on, on it because i just ah. the, the gel the gelatin like the gelatin so is like <laughs> just i couldn't get it i couldn't, couldn't so get good it. bro you know what it's good to try now because if you're like fitting for yourself and you can't do it you're dead bro you're chris dead dead it not duck it you're dead <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I could kill the animal and eat any other part of it and be okay. Well, and the other thing to mention about the, the sheep's head is it wasn't cooked. It's like raw, oh, raw the agent, gelat- right? It, it, well, yeah, uh, no, that mm. that's that's shark meat, aged shark meat. That was another thing that I didn't try because I can't do strong flavors like that. I, I no. They opened that can in the airport. It almost cleared out a thirty foot area because people are like, "Ew!" <laughs> like walking away. So what did anyway, you have? I'm Crab so yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, yeah. It was it was it was a great trip. A wonderful trip. Iceland is beautiful. The food a little eccentric. Hot dogs wonderful, top notch. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm all over the place tonight, uh, and we're gonna cut a lot of that. 
Uh, let's see. Um, so Berto's going to be joining, or he's technically on the team right now. Everything by the time this airs will be, be rolling for him, and, and it will be announced and all of that, which will be awesome. If you are interested in uh, getting coached by, uh, by Berto for, for one thing or another on any aspect, He's well qualified. He can handle it. And so definitely reach out. Jonathan, how can people connect on that side of things? I don't I don't even know what the, the structure is on that other than, you know, to ping Berto. Yeah, uh, you can reach out to Berto on his uh, Instagram pages or wherever DM. He'll, he'll have his links to his coaching page or you can just if you want to if you want to scope out the whole business, just go to the and. Yeah, just follow the navigation tabs and it'll take you all over the place. We got recipes, we have blogs, we have coaches, we have free courses, we have what is keto pages, we have everything. It, it's really hard to go on my, go on that website and not find what you need if you're willing to look for it, basically. Very cool. Um, and how can people best connect with you? We, we know you well, but you know some we've got maybe new listeners. So uh, how can people connect with you? Yeah, so literally anything, The Keto Road, like Facebook slash The Keto Road, Instagram, The Keto Road, YouTube, The Keto Road, uh, KetoRoad.com, Gmail, The Keto Road at Gmail.com, TikTok at The Keto Road. Uh, You could Google The Keto Road, and I promise you I'll be the first five links that pop up, um, which is kind of cool. It's the first time I ever Google searched it, and I clicked images, and my face was looking at me, and I was like, oh, it's so cool. Um, So there's that. and then I have a podcast, The Road Podcast. If you want to check that out, I'm on Apple Podcasts and everywhere else. Um, it's much more like right now, it's much more like spiritually focused and like kind of like holistic health focused and stuff. But I'm um, just talking about the road that we call life. And it's a, it's a cool little podcast that I enjoy doing for fun. So you can check that out too. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely have that in the show notes as well uh, so that people can connect with you. It's always great to get to hang out and to... Um, to to get to to talk talk shop and and really get get some new nuggets of of information from from you because you're always learning and, and you know and, and gaining new knowledge and it's always great to to pick up and, and siphon off some of that every now and again. Um, anything that we didn't didn't cover that we should have, Berto? Um, if we keep talking, we'll find something. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. That's the problem with friends doing a podcast together. Um, yeah. Okay. Very cool. Well, let's we go could, ahead we, and close it. Oh, go ahead. I said we could go all Joe Rogan on it and just go for like four hours. I need sleep tonight, it's and fair. I know Berto does too. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. I'm, and and you have a, a you know a young one, a child. Too, so we didn't even yes. talk about the baby, but yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. Uh, she is. She's gorgeous. She's all. You know, we Thank get a, a daily. A daily taste on on Instagram, and she's gorgeous, and 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 looks like she has lots and lots of personality. I can't wait until she does make it to Austin at some point, and I get to meet her myself um, in person. I'm that, keeping that her. Will be great. Same. I'm gonna try to keep her. It's just the way it is with being babies. You hand me a baby, I'm gonna try to keep. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> I will make sure you never do jujitsu ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I will ruin you, you know. Like, <laughs> uh, it's okay. By the time she gets up there, you can have her. I probably won't want her anymore. <laughs> She'll hit terrible twos by then, and you know, like, it's like okay. Bro, go, like, go can with, I keep her? And I'm go. like, hell yeah, really? Yes, go. I don't go. Go, go uh, with I Uncle Berto. Go with him. Yeah, go with Uncle Berto. <laughs> <laughs> when am I going to see you again, Daddy? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> 
in about a half a steer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, um, definitely uh, check everything out from uh, Jay Shane and the Keto Road stuff. It's awesome. Uh, We we definitely want to support him and everything that he's doing. Uh, we're excited about this new section thing or this new section of Berto's life. He's going to maybe be able to get away from some of the painting life that he has to, uh, to deal with thanks to this, which will be good and um, very valuable for a whole bunch of people. He's, he's gonna, gonna leave an impact on even more people than he already does. And uh, you know, we'll just be here continuing to do our thing. Uh, so that being said, I don't, uh, just a quick reminder, make sure you subscribe, you follow. If you found something interesting in the conversation today, share it with us, we'll share it with someone else and, uh, you know, post it on social media, whatever that may be. Uh, get the word out about the podcast and or our YouTube channel. You can go and see the videos and the audio at our website, theketomansclub.com, as well as all of our social links. I think that's pretty much everything that I want to hit right now. Until next week, make sure to eat meat, lift heavy, sleep. And repeat.